I'm Dr. Clyde Posley, and welcome to Moves That Matter. Of course, I am your host, and we are delighted to have you here today. I have an exciting show, as I think I always have, uh, for you today, and it's going to be about uh, cultural develop economic development, how entrepreneurship can empower not only families, but can also empower your culture. Uh, I want to put some specific emphasis on the what it can do to empower us or further empower us as an African-American culture. And so we're going to discuss that and several other topics today. Uh, before we move to this teaching, and I want to talk to you, remind you about my book, More Than Icons and Images, Uncovering the Hidden Protest Narrative of the Black American Athlete in the 21st Century. What I do in this book is I attach a history a to the powerful process of embodied athletes using political voice to stand for their culture, to stand for social justice issues. In this book, I quote such authors as C. Van Woodard, who is the author of uh, The Strange Career of Jim Crow. I quote James Blackman, who, who wrote the 2009 book Slavery by, by Another Name. And I'm, I quote several authors from W.E.B. Du Bois to Frederick Douglass, and it is ripe also with the narratives and various writings of the great late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You can get that book on Amazon. You can go to my website, drclydeposeyjr.com, and you can purchase that book as well as view past episodes of Moves That Matter. I will be right back with a teaching that kind of leads us into my special guest today, who will, who will exemplify for us what entrepreneurship can do to strengthen the black community, to strengthen the African-American church, and also strengthen our culture. I'll be right back. In the early 1920s, a, an event occurred that had repercussions for the African-American economic picture for decades to come. There was even a song to some degree that was written about this episode that took place. What I'm referring to today is the what was known as the Black Wall Street in Oklahoma. There was once in the early 20s an entire literal city of African-American entrepreneurship that was bombed and blown to smithereens by white, racist, envious individuals who are afraid of the power of black entrepreneurship. Our One of the greatest leaders in the African-American tradition is Dr. Martin Luther King. One forgotten fact by many is that when Martin Luther King was assassinated April 4th, uh, 1968, at the Lorraine, Lorraine Hotel in Memphis, Tennessee, he had only been there for about 12 hours. He had been for several weeks in Chicago, Illinois, doing what he called a poor people's campaign. The core of the Poor People's Campaign was the reality that there were downtrodden and horribly degraded apartment buildings and parts of the south side of Chicago uh, that had been, been controlled by, for all intents and purposes, the mob. The mob had, had our black people uh, who were renting from them living in rat-infested, roach-infected, uh, 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 asbestos-filled buildings. And Dr. Martin Luther King was enduring horrible uh, opposition from the mayor, from the city council, and all of who, who, who sought to keep those traditions the same in Chicago. 
this poor people's campaign uh, led to a mysterious call for Martin Luther King to uh, all of a sudden leave Chicago, where he was making some headway against the mob and against the it, within the poor people's campaign. And within 12 hours, the man who was fighting for economic relief for black people, the man who was uh, was the spearhead of the poor people's campaign all across the country, and at that time in Chicago, within 12 hours of leaving Chicago, summoned away mysteriously was dead. Martin Luther King was murdered right in the middle of his poor people's campaign. That brings me to this reality. Satan fears the power of African Americans coming together and fixing their economic problems. But I want to tell you today, as a pastor of over 30 years, 20 years at this church, I can tell you that one of the hardest things to get us as African-American people to do is to pay particular and adequate attention to our finances, not just debt removal, but wealth accumulation. The Bible teaches us in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 8 that it is God that gives us the power to get wealth. There are several components now to gathering wealth, but the fundamental truth that I'm trying to establish by bringing this subject to the forefront today is that God wants us to have wealth. It is a historic misnomer that to be holy requires that you be desolate. That is just not true. Christ and his disciples were not desolate. They walked around the countryside of Palestine for three and a half years and were never hungry. Jesus made reference to the fact in the Gospels, when I sent you out the other day without purse, without shoes or script, did you lack anything? And they had to acknowledge that they lacked nothing. So here's a person that didn't have a particular building, said foxes have hole, uh, foxes have holes, fowl have the air, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. But somehow he ate. Somehow he, he, he maintained the necessary wealth while he was on earth to accomplish his God-given task. The 12 disciples even had a treasurer. His name was Judas. The Bible says that he held the money bag. There would be no need for a money bag if there were no money to put in the bag. So that tells us that Christ was not desolate as he walked the earth. If truth be told, our Lord and Savior actually taught more lessons making references to money and income and prosperity than he actually specifically talked about salvation. The Apostle Paul, who calls himself the Apostle to the Gentiles, comes along after that and says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6 that God loves cheerful givers. And because when a person becomes a cheerful giver, God, Paul says that God promises something that you don't see anywhere else in Scripture. The Bible says that if a person is a cheerful giver, that God will make all grace abound toward them. Where else in Scripture do you find any specific action that we can take in obedience to God that where God promises to cause all grace to abound toward us? It said that Scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 Beginning at verse, it goes on to say, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Here we have God promising us a method, providing for us a scriptural methodology that causes, that will cause grace. If you put your mind 
on grace. It will call uh, and giving. It will cause the grace of God to abound toward you. How is that really even possible? How can an act? How can one act be so powerful in the life of a child of God? Lean closer to the screen. I want to tell you something that many people don't talk about, but it is a reality. I'm about to shock you to get you to pay more attention to what I'm about to say. You own or you are in charge of the universe. You have dominion of everything in the universe. Did I get your attention? All right, let me explain that and and tie in how how grace works, how all grace abounding for you can begin to work. Uh, God is sovereign, and the sovereign God has given dominion to man. The dominion of man is the earth realm and all that is connected to the earth. Man is in relationship with the earth realm because he came from earth, the earth. The Bible says when God made man, he, he, he stuck his hand into the dirt and, and he formed us out of the dust of the ground, out of the dirt of the ground. So there was a relationship already between the earth realm and God when God made him. But when Adam sinned, he broke the bond of the relationship and the favor that God had put on him. But through the restoration of this, his relationship with not only God, but the earth realm through, uh, through Jesus Christ, that which was given to God was re- given to man was restored to man. And so that dominion that he had, which was given to him in the book of Genesis was restored through his relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And God has made all things new again. When, because we have dominion in the earth realm again, the earth realm and the, and the earth and, and, and the universe is under the dominion of man given to us by the, by the sovereignty of God. When we put our minds on the things of God, then the things that are in the earth realm, which want to line up to cause us to do the will of God automatically start coming toward us when we start obeying God and operating in the right relationship between God and us and the earth realm. The Bible in several places tells us what to think. Uh, for for example, in the book of Philippians chapter 4, Paul tells us whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is uh, holy, whatsoever is honest, whatsoever, uh, whatsoever is of good rapport. The point is, Paul is trying to establish what people ought to be thinking about. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 22, that as a man thinketh, so is he. So that tells us that a man, that a person's thoughts decide, uh, have a major impact on your ontology, what you are. Uh, and then the Bible also explains to us in, in several places, uh, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind. I want you to know today that that all and the Bible says also in the book of Ephesians chapter one and verse three that uh, thanks be to God who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places by Christ Jesus. Now, how many of you can say that you have all the spiritual blessings that are according apparently in these heavenly places? Most of you would have to admit. Most of us would have to admit that we don't. I submit to you today that part of why we don't have things that God has already released for us into the spirit realm is because our minds are not on the things and therefore our behavior are not on, is not uh, practicing the things that brings what bring what God has released to us. Now, this is not some mumbo jumbo where I'm asking you to get up and say money comes to me. That's not what I'm saying. This is not some some foolishness where you can get up and just decree despite your habits. 
that the check is in the mail. You don't tithe. You don't sow. You don't honor uh, your, your children. You don't honor your wife. You don't honor your husband. You don't honor your pastor. Because all of who you honor has powerful influence on what God releases in your realm. But if you're a person who lives by faith, meaning you follow scripture, you're a person that won't, then you're a person who puts their mind on the things of God. I'm telling you that if you put the mind of your faith on what God has promised, that will start the process of bringing that which God has designed for you that's in this earth realm toward you. And that is how God starts to make all grace abound. Notice the key word here, abound toward you. I didn't write the scripture. I'm just interpreted. Paul says the cheerful giver, God causes all grace to abound toward you. Well, grace existed before I started becoming a cheerful giver. Yes, but you see the trigger to making that grace to be switch directions and start abounding toward you is your mindset about giving. To be cheerful is an emotion. Emotions dictate how you think. When you change your emotion about giving and your emotions about wealth and how you feel about wealth, it changes what you think about wealth. And when you start changing what you think, you start changing how you behave. When you start to behave like someone who is cheerful about sowing, releasing more than you are receiving, Grace changes its direction and it's thought God causes it to abound toward you. I'm going to have some guests on my show shortly who are going to talk about who, who are living examples of what will happen if you start to di- make a directional change about what you want to do with your life and what you want to do about giving and what you want to do about wealth. If you start putting in your mind on what others need, God will supply your needs. The scripture says in in Matthew chapter six and verse 33, that if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things shall be added unto you. Watch this because the Bible says for your heavenly father knoweth what you have need of before you ask. And then just to prove the point that it's all about your mindset, Jesus says, therefore, take no thought for your life. Stop thinking about your life, what you shall wear, what you shall eat. The fowl of the air don't do that. They don't think about whether or not they can fly. They just fly. They don't, the flowers, the lilies don't think about how to be beautiful. They just exist. And because they do, as God says, not set up thinking about that, but just thinking about existing in their purpose, they are the among the most beautiful flowers in the world. So it's our mindset. I want to tell my African-American viewers, I want to tell all of my viewers that a mindset can make and break a family. A mindset can make or break a culture. The economic mindset that we have will determine whether or not we prosper or perish as fools. What God wants us to understand as I prepare to close out this teaching and lead you to some people who are examples of how to set up entrepreneurship that blesses and then you receive blessing. I want you to understand something. I want you to be clear about this. You have to make up in your mind that you want to be an individual who wants to be a blessing, who wants to be a giver, who wants to be a sower, who cares about one's culture. Who cares about something outside of yourself and putting your mind on um, uh, uh, 
things other than just yourself will make all the difference. Jesus says in the book of Philippians chapter five, chapter two and verse five, uh, Jesus Christ, he said, let this mind be in you. that was also in Christ Jesus who thought it not robbery to consider himself equal with God, but humbled himself unto un, unto death. He became obedience, obedient. That passage of scripture opens up by saying something very powerful. Look, not every man on his own things, but also Philippians chapter two says on the things of others. When you start thinking about the legacy of your family, the legacy of your church, what you can do for the African-American community, God will open up a wellstream of wealth for you so that you don't have to be subservient to people all your life when it comes to economics. Lastly, I want to say I think one of the most damnable components uh, uh, of struggle for many African-Americans, not all, but many African-Americans, is that so many of us only want money so we can have what we want. The goal of wealth is for the kingdom to accomplish its work. And the more of us who walk in wealth, the better chance we have to accomplish God's kingdom assignment for us. I'm going to be back with you in just a moment with some powerful guests who are, who are examples of what I just talked about. I'll be right back. Hi, we're back uh, to Moves That Matters. We're excited to have you here. Thank you for waiting around for our second segment. As promised, I have with me uh, the president of Be Me TV, as well as the faith-based liaison for Be Me TV, Anissa Spencer. Ms. Angela Conley here, uh, seated to my left, is the president of uh, Be Me TV. And Be Me TV is a black-owned cable network that can uh, be used to bless your family, to bless your church, and to strengthen the concept of uh, cultural entrepreneurship and its benefits. So let me take this opportunity to welcome both of you here. Welcome, Ms. Conley. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome, Ms. Spencer. Thank you. We are glad to have you here today. You you all are uh, my example today of um, what entre black entrepreneurship can do uh, for the black culture. This in no way is designed to set apart or separate or degradate any other uh, form of cultural wealth development. Mm -hmm. uh, at the same time, let's be, let's be real about something. Cultural wealth development is a part of many cultures in America. Uh, the Hebrew culture, yes. uh, the Caucasian culture, yes. the Latino culture, uh, uh, many, many uh, several cultures do so. Why should not? Why shouldn't the African American culture do the same thing? Strengthen our families, to strengthen our churches, and uh, this is not only about simply buying black, but we certainly don't want to exclude the importance of buying black. Is that right? Exactly. exactly. All right. <laughs> All right. So, so let's let's just kind of get into what you know what what you do and 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 how what what uh, be me TV. Um, uh, can uh, bless the black culture. Uh, Ms. Conley, mm -hmm. tell us about BME TV. Tell us about the products it offers and the service. What is BME TV? What does it stand for and what is it? 
Okay, well, great. Thank you, first of all, for having us on. Glad to have you. Um, VME TV stands, VME, first of all, B-E-M-E, it stands for Blessing Everyone Means Everything TV. Mm-hmm. And VME TV is a streaming app. Mm-hmm. It's no different than any other traditional streaming app you would upload on a device or mm-hmm. your um, cell phone mm-hmm. to watch TV. Right. Um, we are unique in it because we use our, our platform, our streaming um, TV service, to empower communities and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Oh, how, how, what's different about uh, BME TV? Oh, it's a lot of things. It's different. It's a lot of things. First okay. of all, it's affordable. Um, we have a lot. We're a licensed streaming service, so we have license to show all of the same traditional channels that you would find on the major cable um, networks that people buy right now every month. Right. And the, but the difference is is that BME TV combines your live TV, your on demand, and your series streaming, as well as your recording, all in an app. Now, now. Many of the viewers uh, watching uh, who will watch this broadcast, whether it's on YouTube or iTunes or uh, Facebook Live, have cable already. What can Be Me TV do for them that they're not receiving from cable now? And well, there's a there's the obvious one. You can start with that. Yeah, the price. The price. The price is going to be the obvious. Um, for what BME TV um, is $30 month to month or 25 if you get multiple devices. Um, what our service, if last I compared it to a major um, stream, I mean, um, cable service, mm-hmm. you're going to pay every bit of 200 250 for what I we know provide. That, I know that from experience. For $25. I mean, we're talking your local channels some. We're talking your um, movie channels, your your name brand movie channels that, that people want. I know this to want. be true. I, I have... I have BME TV myself, and uh, I'm very pleased with it. I have 1,683 channels. <laughs> you got and, a good package. And every everything that I had with, uh, not to mention other companies, but the, the previous company that I had, which I could no longer afford, mm-hmm. I um, this came along at a great time. And um, I have, um, you know, HBO, Showtime, uh, um Stars. Yeah. I have uh, the sports packages, NBA Live, which is all a part of the package. Yes. I have uh, the NFL Red Zone, even the pay-per-view fights that come on. You guys have all the licenses. So this is, and it's all through my Fire Stick. Yeah. Like, now, for your TV, it's all through the app. All through the app, correct. A, a lot correct. of people, um, let me kind of explain how it goes. Sure. Traditional cable, you have a box that mm-hmm. transmits the signal from their mm-hmm. cord to your TV. Mm-hmm. So we have a cable box. Well, um, with streaming, you still need a device to transmit. Mm-hmm. So you still do need a device, but what you want to do is have a device that's that you can take around with you instead of the cable box. And mm-hmm. that's what the Amazon Fire Stick mm-hmm. is for. Mm-hmm. It's just a receiver that holds different streaming apps. Uh, uh, no, you talk just for the audience. I want the audience okay. to hear you say this. So are you talking about just the... the the, the the jailbroken fire stick is that what you're talking about? No, Pastor. somebody I can hear somebody saying I got that now. Oh yes, but no, right? No, that's another bit of education. Um, streaming is allowing individuals to tap into your digital platform or your your home. So the jailbroken 
I'll go, I'll go. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. No, no, no. So the jailbroken fire sticks basically mean that, hey, somebody can tap into, uh, I can tap into other people streaming and watch their TV programs. Mm-hmm. But someone else can also tap into your IP address, which is your computer, your information. My, my internet. Yes, your yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. Your internet. My, my, my router at my house. If I have a jailbroken Fire stick, and I'm using it now. Yes. Someone, somewhere, maybe Russia. Yes. R- Russia, if you're listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they have, if they they have access. Yes. To my broken, fi- to my jail broken fire stick. Yes. Yours is better because. It's original. It's straight from Amazon. We're a licensed app, so when you buy the fire stick. We're on there, but our activation, you would just have to get a subscription mm-hmm. code from us. We activate the app, and then you're why is a Why is a fire stick from you better for them? Well, ours isn't jailbroken. Um, it is original. It is secured. Mm-hmm. So, there therefore, we, we don't have any streaming apps that we upload on there to be able to get you to have access to these channels. We have Be Me TV. We upload our secure app. Mm-hmm. So that you can now have streaming access to watch TV. Mm-hmm. And no one else has access to your internet, your router, and your personal information that you transfer back and forth through the internet, like we all do. Uh, Miss Conley, I travel a lot mm-hmm. in and out of the country um, for ministry, for uh, vacation. Can I take my uh, fire stick with me? Very good question. Pastor, you travel a lot. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Um, I've taken my fire stick with me to uh, Africa Mm. because I travel to Africa several times a year. And so with that opportunity, I'm able to enjoy my personal uh, entertainment when I'm not studying and for my relaxation. Even um, if I go to family members' houses and I utilize their services, I can just their Internet. I always have my fire stick with me. So if so if if a person were to get the the this take advantage of this entrepreneurial um, endeavor of yours, they keep their internet, mm-hmm. their high speed, their high speed, which they have anyway if they have cable. Yes, yes. yes. So they just have to keep their internet. Uh, but it seems that so how do they get rid of the cable? Just because it, it's no longer economical. It's not if you have a better deal, it's not affordable. How how do they get out of telling their telling whatever cable, without mentioning any names of any cable companies, how would they get out of that? Well, I'm glad you um, said that too, Pastor. You just got some good points. Well, um, a few months ago, um, what they called were perpetratory lending Mm. or creditors. Mm -hmm. Um, The cable company Mm -hmm. was one of them. They would put you in contracts based on you wanting one or two. Now, I want my audience to hear you say that again yes. because sometimes as, as, as theologians or philosophers, we, people think we're trying to be funny. <laughs> you you no. just you just yes. brought a reality, a, a, a yeah, real yes. truth. The, m- m- several of the cable new cable um, uh, uh, stations, uh, yes. uh, companies, yes. without, without mentioning names, yes. were placed on the predatory lending. Yes, with uh, again, and which is uh, a, an act of Congress. Yes, uh, 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 already underway, a law, legislation trying to stop. Uh, these types of things that are going on and, and they're trying to regulate 
they treat them in the same way that they treat like payday lending places. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they, they're doing the same amount of dam- damage and causing the same kind of upcharge lending that that uh, predatory lenders like payday loans get mm-hmm. three and four hundred percent interest hey, on absolutely. a $20 product. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So with the cable companies, um, if you're in a contract, you can get you can't get out that contract without paying the right. price. But what you can do is get it minimized. The key word is to let them know I cannot afford it. Right. They're on a recorded line when they call you. They mm-hmm. always let you know this is recorded. So you record them saying I can't afford this current package, which is the truth. Which, which is, is the truth. Which is the Absolutely. Truth. Because you really, I mean, honestly, who can afford to give away twenty four hundred dollars a year to a service? A lot of times we're working to pay for the service that we're never uh, available to watch fully. That is, that is fantastic. That 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 that's some powerful information, and uh, we, we're gonna at the bottom of the screen. You 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 will be able to see how to get in touch. Uh, one way to get in touch with BME TV, and to get involved with some of their services. But but uh, uh, Pastor Spencer, who's going to further introduce herself, is going to give uh, believers, the Kingdom of God people, an opportunity to even to cut that cost down even further and be a blessing to your family, your church, and the African-American community. Pastor Spencer, can we introduce us to you a little further and tell us how they can get be, even be further blessed here? Thank you so much, Dr. Posley, for having us here today. We're it glad is to an have honor my, to my be pleasure. here my pleasure. on the moves that matter. And so here's some moves <laughs> that really, really matter. That's right. I believe the Word of God is true when it says in Deuteronomy 8 and 18, he says, God will give us power to get wealth. And here is my belief and my fundamental belief in teaching in my church at Prayer House of Deliverance here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Located? Located at 3010 East 56th Street, Mm -hmm. second floor. God has blessed us tremendously to start a program there, and it is called uh, the Marketplace Ministry. And how myself and Sister Angela became acquainted, because we're entrepreneurs, I myself as a pastor am an entrepreneur. I am successful in the businesses that God has given me to obtain the wealth that he promised me. Dr. Posley, what's important is that most churches are hurting from the fact that Offerings are being lifted, monies are being given, and no one has seen the surplus for the church being able to move forward productively. And so I and myself, Sister Angela, got together Mm -hmm. to come up with an opportunity that churches could benefit from this program. And simply means this. Once you purchase the packet, the the application, Mm -hmm. the church benefits $5 $5 per subscription. Hmm. This is our way of giving back. Mm-hmm. We want to save you money, mm-hmm. but we also want to be a blessing to the kingdom. And that's basically what we're here for. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it, well, we know, we know, we know it's, it's, uh, it's something less, it's based on godly principles mm-hmm. because it is cutting the debt down from people. Part of, uh, in the African American culture, uh, and that's what our focus of the show is today. Mm-hmm. In African American culture, uh, uh, our debt is too high. Yes. Yeah. And and we are spending money on things that do not appreciate. Exactly. You know, they do not gain value. It does not gain as And value. so with cable, paying paying exorbitant amount for cable monthly is not good economic. It's a cut it's a budget buster. Yes. yes. Yeah. And when you can get cable for thirty dollars or twenty five dollars and when you get the exact same thing, and and I'm and I'm looking in the camera telling you, I, I have this product. 
Yes. I have this product. Yes. You know, I, I'm not just here. I'm not so much pushing the product as I am pushing entrepreneurship. Yes. But mm-hmm. one example of how the, pro- the this product is pushing entrepreneurship is is what it's doing for me. Uh, where, where I have it, I was paying 280 some odd dollars a month mm. for the internet and the cable. Wow. I now just pay for the internet mm-hmm. and the cable, mm-hmm. and that's less than $60 a month. Mm-hmm. So that's a $220 oh that's a month, 12 months. So times 10, that's $2,200. Yeah. Another 240 that's $20, over $2,600 a month that I can uh, sow into my business. Yes, I, I, I like exactly. you have a business that, that, that's not about pastoring, that's yes. a company that I own, that I, that I run. Uh, because I believe in entrepreneurship. So there's yes. 25, at least $2,500 more of seed money yes. for my business to, to substantiate or perpetuate my family's legacy, to sow into my church, yes. to sow into my children's yes. education, yes. you know, or what, whatever I choose to do with it for my family. And also, uh, to go along with that, Dr. Posley, we also want to make sure that non-for-profit organizations basketball teams, baseball teams, soccer teams, for our young people, they can benefit from this sure. as well. We also have a junior entrepreneur program yes. at our church. Yes. And this is how we empower them to earn their money and how to be able, not from that, they're learning to save their money. Sure. And so with our, with our youth, they have already accumulated over 50 subscriptions. Right. And with this 50 subscriptions, five times that fifty five dollars of each one of those yep, descriptions yes. goes into the church and goes into the youth program. It goes into the youth program. Exactly, exactly. It goes into the which was program. powerful, which was which is very yes. important. Yes. Uh, I, 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 about uh, when I played when I was young, I played baseball. We yes. always had sponsors. Yes. yes, you know, you know, I played football, basketball, and they always had sponsors. That is very. In, that is that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. that's good. That that is in, ingenuity at work. Yes, I yes. like that. And so that's what we want to do. We want to empower people with the richness of knowing that you don't have to be poor. You don't have to be broke. And you don't have to succumb to what society say about the narrative of black people. We don't want to work. We don't want to have. We do. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the reason. why. And then I want to also erase the myth that pastors always want your money. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am an entrepreneur. I have four streams of income. And in my independence, I am able and successful. Now, I don't mind telling my income. I am successful at making over $3,200 a month from just my business alone. Right. You that's, see. That's awesome. And that's not with yes. BMTV. BMTV. Well, that's, <laughs> right. right. BMTV well, see, is well, see, now is an addition. That, that's why the, the, my form, that's why it was important for me, and I know this about you, mm. you know, a, a fellow pastor. Yes. So yes. so that's why it was important, and, and I'm trying to break barriers with, with moves that matter. Yes. Part of the reason that the show is called Moves That Matter mm-hmm. is because I'm trying to break through some of the idleness yes. that is caused, has caused us to be stuck in traditions and, yes. and and misnomers about lies like pastors can't have money or if we, if we have any money it's it's because we're somehow built in the church right no I, no I no I have as you, right. as you as you as you have said I have I have a business that's a different that's an additional stream of have more than one yeah that's an additional stream of income my church job is is not the only source of income for me, and I'm trying to get that over in this. Cl- we we need to have that. Yes. I am more 
than a preacher. Yes. While, by yes. the core of who I am is a preacher. Of course. You know, but I'm also an author. Yes. That, that's yes. a stream of income. That's a I, I, I also have a different a different business. Yes. And I'm trying to get over to people of the importance of using uh, because if you belong to the kingdom, yes. all of what you are yes. is designed to prosper. Yes. For the kingdom. For the kingdom. Exactly. You know, can I well, please just can interject? Sure, help yourself, Angela. I'm the one person on the panel that's not a pastor. Mm-hmm. And speaking from a parishioner standpoint, you you both are absolutely correct. Yes. But let me tell you that it came from hearing sound teaching mm-hmm. from her and you that made me realize that as a parishioner, the the wealth is designed for us. Right. Why shouldn't my pastor have a nice home, a nice car? Why shouldn't they? Exactly. They're working outside of the kingdom. Right. And if they're working in the kingdom, say, God is going to provide for them. Yes. You have to do the same thing. Me and my husband started this business, and we thought the same thing. That scripture you said earlier is so, and I tell that to other entrepreneurs, seek ye first the kingdom. And, and right, the kingdom and its righteousness mm-hmm. and all other things are going to be added. Yes. So when I wanted to do a business and we wanted to do it, we wanted to first seek benefit in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. First, let's try to help the churches get free so that people can say, okay, well, you're giving $200 to come. I mean, whatever company and they're not giving your church <laughs> anything, mm-hmm. you're giving it to another streaming mm-hmm. and they're not. Mm-hmm. Give it to your church. And then you can see the bills get paid, and you won't wonder why. You'll you'll know. You won't see it's your money. But I believe the pastors deserve the wealth. Not saying y'all right here, because y'all work hard. Well, you know, one one of the things that that I want to say real quick as we prepare to wrap up, I'm going to come back to each of you, and then we're going to wrap up, is that, um, and this is not, maybe not exclusive to the African-American church, but in the African-American culture, churches are part of our family. Yes. It's not just something that we do. This is not to cast any disparaging march on any any other culture. But but the pastor and 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 the church are part of our family. We have when we have cookouts, mm-hmm. we invite the pastor and our church family <laughs> along with fabric, our family. The fabric, the fabric of fabric. our society. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but we the only thing that sets us free from wrong is truth. Mm-hmm. And so. It, it, it is right. I, I, I am an educated man. I'm supposed, we, we say get, get educated, we say get trained, we say become versed at what we do. It, it, it would be wrong if I didn't have, wasn't amassing some wealth because it would run contrary to what we have told our families to do. Exactly. Prepare yourself in a field. Get yourself educated and, 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 and do the right things, which brings me to this. I want to say this, and I'm going to go to you, Pastor. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, we are not in any way suggesting that there is an end around to, to wealth and entrepreneurship. Mm-mm. Pastor, just, just answer these questions just to know that I throw at you. Yes, sir. Do we believe in tithing? Yes. Do we believe in giving? Yes. Do we believe in sowing? Yes. Is, and, and that doesn't work if you, don't, if you don't walk in forgiveness. That's absolutely correct. We believe in the favor of God on everybody. Yes. That God is no respecter of person. No respecter exactly. of person. Exactly. So this is not some, some, some flim-flam. We, we believe in, this is the offspring of following tithing. Offering, sowing, yes. honoring, mm-hmm. uh, following the scripture. And this is not principles. some end around the way. Mm-hmm. So any person listening today, don't think you can skip all that other stuff. No, you can't. And this is just going to happen. No, this is the offspring of the positive mindset yes. 
that, produ- that draws this to you. Yes, That's why yes. we know each other. Yes. I know you yes. from knowing you. Yes. And you met me. Preaching the gospel. Yes. And so that that's what that's what a right mindset draws the right people to mm-hmm. you. Because they're already here. Yes. You just gotta have your mind Absolutely. on what it need to be on Absolutely. so God can begin to bring them and your dominion begins to work for you. Your dominion. And that's what I want to capture right in that statement is that we fail to understand our power mm-hmm. to have ownership, mm-hmm. to have leadership, and have reproductive authority. That's right. Because that's what dominion is. It's reproducing the authority to have creation, to have wealth. That's right. Mm-hmm. And make creation mm-hmm. line up with the those in dominion over mm-hmm. the creation, which is us. God which is sovereign. Is yes. But he's appointed that to us in, yes. this, in this realm. And be a good steward. Absolutely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, push this to you to, to give our closing thoughts about if you could look into uh, the, the camera and talk to uh, the I'm calling them millions of viewers yes and and tell them what you'd like them to know about how they could get BME TV why they should get BME TV take about uh, a minute and do that for us and I'll wrap things up all right thank you so much pastor um go to our website it's BME TV Dot life And right that's B-E-M-E-T-V dot life. You see it right below me on the screen. You click on that website. You'll see it where it says try it free today. Click that box and you'll get a two-hour free trial. If you don't believe it's true, we'll give you a two-hour free trial. After that, the, on the website is a phone number. You can call the phone number if you feel more comfortable that way. But we want you to be empowered, and we want you to save money. And the best way we can get you to save money is replacing what you're already using with something more affordable. Great service, but more affordable. It's not too good to be true. And the only way we can be a blessing is we have to start blessing each other. We can grow our kingdoms. We can grow our communities. We can grow our households, but we have to start with each other. That's right. Thank you, Ms. Conley. Thank you, Pastor Spencer. And I want you to know I appreciate you all watching these two powerful segments today. I'm going to be right back with my closing remarks and and, uh, information I want to share with you today. We'll be right back on Moves That Matters. Hi, and welcome back to Moves That Matter. I want to close off the show today talking about what one of who I consider to be the most powerful social justice fighters we probably don't hear much about today, Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke was born in Mississippi, and his family, looking for a better life, moved to Chicago. His father was a pastor and was pastoring the church that Sam Cooke grew up singing in, and when an absence was, absence was formed in the gospel group, uh, the Soulsters, Sam Cook at 17 was placed in that spot. From that grew tremendous fame. He was charismatic, very handsome, great singer, and eventually decided to cross over into our popular R&B. Sam Cook's star just rose as high as it could rise. Sam Cook went on the, what they called the Chitling Circuit, which is a southern tour. And he began to experience racism at a level he had not experienced in Chicago. It was that that spawned in Sam Cooke the desire to be, to become a black entrepreneur and not just an individual who made pennies on the dollars for his songs while his record company owned by whites made thousands of dollars. Sam Cooke decided he wanted to own his own business. 
and his own his own record company. He wanted to own the rights to the songs he was writing, the songs he was singing, and the production that was happening from his own label. He was tricked, however, out of his own business by a, a lawyer named Alan Klein. Alan Klein drew up paperwork, and after the death of Sam Cooke's two-year-old son by drowning, Sam Cooke, at home, struggling with pneumonia, got to look over these papers and discovered that not only did Alan Klein work for the mob and had the mob had a hand in trying to steal Sam Cooke's business and trying to keep him from owning his own business, he also learned that Alan Cooke had drawn up the papers that caused Alan Klein to actually own his business. That following weekend, before he could talk in 1964, before Sam Cooke could get to talk to Alan Klein and confront him about what he had done, he somehow was murdered in a hotel in Compton, California. It is widely believed by many that this was a setup, that the, Sam Cooke had, had received several death threats warning him, don't start your own business, because it was known in the 50s and 60s, and some say today, that organized crime and the mob really owns the Citadel pieces of the record and music industry. They most certainly did in the 60s. Sam Cooke is not, was not just a singer. He was not just a pretty face. Sam Cooke was a person who threatened mainstream America and threatened the tectonic plates of what economic and right economics could do for black people and the balance of potential shifting in the balance. He scared people. He frightened them about what a powerful, informed, black mind could do. And before we knew it, his light was stuffed out. He was running, he was friends with uh, Malcolm X and friends with Martin Luther King, and, uh, friends with uh, uh, Muhammad Ali, all of which were individuals who were always pushing what working together as black people could do. Don't forget Sam Cooke. Become one. Become an individual who wants to own your own and be a blessing to your family. This show was about what we could do if we learned to be entrepreneurs who are smart, wise, and who trust God. The world can change, our culture can be better, and our lives can be tremendous if we decide to have something of our own. That is Moves That Matter today. It's been a blessing hosting you today. I look forward to seeing you next week. Keep this in mind. You're making moves whether you want to or not. You may as well make your moves moves that matter. I'm Dr. Clyde Posey, your host. I'll see you next week.